Hey, welcome to Mindful Mostly. I'm Andrea Collins and I'm pretty into mindful living. I mean, mostly. I strive to live my healthiest, most mindfully motivated life, but I am not perfect at it. And I think that you might be the same. For instance, uh, last week I was doing so well, I was having a green smoothie every day, but I also crushed a bag of crunchies, which are like the no-name version of cheesies. There's literally about 35 different preservatives in those things, including orange color number 17. Delicious! That did not stop me. So this show is about that kind of balance, right? No judgment here, sister. Hey, if you're digging the show, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. That could win you this week's book, by the way, which is called Crystal Muse. Everyday rituals to tune into the real you. So what you do, you review, subscribe, and follow at Mindful Mostly on Instagram. For a double shot at winning that book, let me know what you're doing when you're listening, okay? I love those. Love those shout outs. They're the best. Either you're like, I got one just a couple of days ago where uh, they were eating a cheeseburger and listening to Mindful Mostly. There's lots of wine involved sometimes, also dog walking or actually doing yoga and doing those mindful type things. So that's what I want to see as well. Give me a shout out on Instagram at Mindful Mostly and show me what you're doing when you are listening to this podcast. Now, coming up on today's show, we're talking about crystals. Some of you reached out and told me that you wanted an episode on crystals, so that is what's coming for you. And we have two of the biggest names from that world, Heather and Timmy of Energy Muse. They are here to tell us how to choose the right crystal, and then once you do that, how to use it. But first, it is the Soul Nugget shout-out, and this one blew my damn mind this week. And it comes from at 32 Sanctuary. Maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you. So you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. What? Let's hear that again. Maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you. So you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. Mike Drop. We got Heather and Timmy of Energy Muse. They just came out with a new book, Crystal Muse, Everyday Rituals to Tune In to the Real You. Hey, ladies. Hello. You are like the true pioneers of crystals over here and holistic healing. You guys, you guys launched your company Energy Muse in 2000. And I mean, now we hear so much about it, about this. And it's obviously been something that's been very important in your lives. But what do you think now that everybody's into it? Well, I think it's exciting because Heather and I, you know, there were times in our career or our journey of 18 years where we literally couldn't get arrested. People didn't want to talk to us. They could care less <laughs> about the healing properties of gemstones. They thought, you know, great that they're doing jewelry with crystals and it's pretty. I'll wear it for those reasons. 
And I think because crystals are a trend, we are fitting into this time period perfectly, mindfully. We're, we're right at the right place at the right time. But it has been a long journey. And we're very grateful for um, this journey because we've learned a lot along the way. And I think we've helped to pave the way for many others that are now on this journey too. When I was introduced to crystals over 26 years ago, what really attracted to me was that, hey, this crystal came from Peru or this crystal came from Brazil or China. And I was able to feel as if I was able to connect with other parts of the world through the energy of the earth because they all had, they were all different and yet they all came from the same community. But I got to learn about the crystal world and then associate, associate it with different parts of the world. So it just expanded my mind. And that's one of the main reasons why I loved connecting to the energy of the earth. No kidding. Now you, you two would be considered, you know, absolute experts when it comes to crystals. But for a lot of people right now, they're just getting into it. So what would you tell that person that wants to get into it, but doesn't really know where to begin? Okay. So this is what we say in our book. Um, if you think that a crystal is going to change your life, you're going to be really, really disappointed because the only thing that could change your life is you. And in our opinion, crystals are a tool. So it's just like going to a yoga class or meditation or drinking a green juice. It is a tool to help you on your journey. So the thing and a lot of what we like to correlate it to is, is that there's really no bad way or wrong way to meditate. The, the worst thing you could do is just not do it, you know, and it's very similar to a crystal. And what we really want to do is demystify this thing, because when we were little, we would go to the beach or people would go to to a park and we'd pick up rocks naturally, just intuitively. I mean, did you do that when you were little? Yeah, still do. <laughs> okay, so perfect. So it's something innately within us where we like to pick up um, elements of the earth and hold them because they look cool or they make us feel grounded. The same is true of a crystal. So if you've never held or touched a crystal or you're brand new, know that you can't do it wrong. So that takes that pressure off. And the easiest way to look at it, and I love that I read this herbal book last night, and it says in nature, plants kind of tell you what they do by what they look at, look like. And the same holds true for a crystal. So if you go in and you're looking at a crystal and you say, hey, that's a pink crystal, it's really pretty, that crystal kind of makes you feel and it looks like love. So crystals, when you hold them in your hand, just take a look at them. They kind of tell you what they do by their color and by their shape. And hold on to them and really that's where you start. There's no wrong or right way to work with them. I mean, there's tools as you move on to this journey, but the number one thing is to remember when you were a little kid, how you picked one up and you held it in your hand and you connected, which is really what the main message of the crystal world is, is to reconnect not only to yourself, but reconnect to the energy of the earth. Now, I have a question a while ago or the times that I've gone to get a crystal, I'll go to the shop or the table that whoever has them on offer and I sort of hold them 
And I don't know if it's just in my head or not, but like you said, I feel like some have a certain energy to it. Am I just imagining that or is that for real? That is definitely one way to do it because people do get different sensations when they pick up crystals. Some might feel heat in their hands or like a um, flush in their body. It could be different. It's different for everyone. And you're right on because a lot of people will come into our offices. We've got a showroom and they'll say, what crystal do I need? This is what I'm working on. And our team will say, we don't know what crystals are you attracted to? And we show them crystals in tumbled stone form, in raw form, in jewelry form, and they literally will be drawn to what they are resonating with, and that energy is the perfect fit for what they're working on. You know intuitively yourself what you should be working with. Mm -hmm. So we don't necessarily have to go out and get a certain crystal for a certain function? You know, at the end of the day, to feel is to heal. What we all really need to do right now is we need to be allow ourselves to reconnect with ourselves life is moving so fast and I feel like that's why crystals are really making an emergence right now because people in the city are like hey look I need I need a I need to reconnect and they could have a crystal in their hand or in their home and they're bringing that nature you guys are lucky you live in Canada I mean god I mean that's like mother nature's best glory you guys look outside it's just amazing and the air that you breathe and it's just it's magnificent you're also blessed but the thing is is that just connecting with the earth connecting with crystals holding them in your hand whether it's a blood usually will be attracted to so say for example somebody's going through grief or they feel like they are they want more protection or they'll usually be attracted to more of the darker stones because those are the stones that are gonna help them absorb. Those are the um, the, the stones that are gonna help them let go. People that are looking for more creativity and wanna tap into that energy, they'll probably be more attracted to the oranges and the yellows that are, that are a bit lighter, that are allowing one to kind of bust open and burst open into their inner magnificence. So. The big lesson here as crystal lesson number one is reconnect. Crystal lesson number two is to trust yourself because if we can't trust our intuition or what we know is right for us, then then we really have nothing. We have to remember that we know what's best for us, but we have to listen to ourselves long enough and trust ourselves that we know some of these answers. Right. So, okay, let's say we've identified then that that crystal that makes us feel good when we're holding on to it. We like the vibration of it. Now, what do we do with it? What you want to do is you want to cleanse your crystal, which is the whole process is outlined in our book. But a very simple way is to get sage or a smudge stick, which are sold in most natural food stores or even outside. It's a Native American ritual where you get some um, sage you light it when it's dry and that smoke will emit. And you wanna put your crystal through the smoke, which will clear and purify your crystal. Because if you think about it, when the crystal came out of the ground, the miner took it and then they sold it to someone who, so many, many, many hands have touched it. When you get your crystal, you wanna cleanse it. It's kind of if you bring new furniture in your house, you're gonna clean it off, dust it off, maybe put some polish on it. The next thing you wanna do is hold that crystal in your hand and you wanna program it, which is very, very simple. You can say whatever you want, 
One option is I program this crystal to hold the intention of light, love, and harmony. And the reason that you program a crystal is because sometimes if when we go out in life, we have our intention. We want to live from love, light, and harmony, but we'll go out and somebody will cut us off or something will happen and we'll, we'll get on a different track. But when you hold that crystal back in your hand, it'll hold the intention that you might've forgotten while you're living life. So by setting an intention, the crystal is programmed to hold the intention that you want it to hold for you. So those are just the two kind of really important things to do to get the maximum of um, effect from the energy of the earth. Okay, so then just to make sure I understand, it's like you take the crystal, you cleanse it, and then maybe let's say you have a big job interview or something. You would say, I want this crystal to hold the power of confidence and uh, may I speak my mind clearly and, and yada, 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 and then you stick it in your pocket and you take it to the job interview with you. Right. Now, once again, is the crystal going to get you the job? Okay. The person who's going to get you the job is you. The crystal is there for, to remind you that, Hey, what do I need to remember of why I deserve this job? What can I bring and how can I serve this company at my greatest potential? So the crystal is really there for a touchstone to help you go through, Hey, I'm what if we're feeling fearful, we could hold on to the crystal and go, Hey, I got this. Come on, bring it back into state. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. The crystal is an ally. It's not, it's, um, it's, it's not like, Hey, I'm going to wear this, put this crystal in my pocket and I'm going to for sure get this job. The crystals there saying, Hey, you got this. Hold on to me. If you want to remember to tap into your inner power, you are empowered. What can you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. Now the you book, the yeah, absolutely. So the book crystal muse everyday rituals to tune in to the real you you're talking about crystals, but then like you just said, like there's more to it than just the crystals. So what kind of everyday rituals do you guys recommend to really tap into the real you? Well, just to kind of go back to why we wrote the book, we really wanted to make it a very simple way for people to learn how to work with crystals. So we look at our book as a recipe book where people don't have to read it from the beginning to the end. They can go to the chapters that resonate with them at that time in their life. Let's say Baby Makes Three is one of the chapters where someone might be looking into conceiving. Um, There's some fertility rituals that you can work on with your partner. Um, Or if you had suffered a miscarriage, um, you could work with those rituals. But the main ingredient in all of these rituals, or we could call them recipes, are crystals. So that's really the crux of why we wrote this book, and to keep it really simple. One of the questions I did have was, how have crystals and these rituals changed your life? For me as a mom and a business owner and, you know, just someone who's trying to keep up with my life and some days I do it really good and some days I don't. (laughs) Um, The thing with crystals, you know, being on this journey of life is, you know, it's like an, we peel an onion, you know, we go different layers and you can only go where you are. But I think for crystals for me personally is, is that I need to have a physical thing to hold on to, to say, chill out, take a couple breaths. slow it on down sister and you know what I mean get back in your body again crystals because of their grounding energy at least for me 
help me remember that I need to take some time that 10 minutes or 11 minutes where I could go back into breathing, I could go back into my intention, will reset my state on how I can move forward. So they're a grounding force for me personally. And I find them to be, a, you know, I've been working with them a long, long time. And I don't find that the power of how they show up in my life is any less than it was 26 years ago. Because as life moves faster, and you know, more, 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 and this, 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 I feel like the more we need to retrain ourselves to reconnect, be still and take the time to, to tap in. Because the only way that we're gonna evolve and grow is going inward, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I got to say, thank you so much for coming on Mindful Mostly. Heather and Timmy, you guys are just great. Friends forever and business partners. Check out their book, Crystal Muse, Everyday Rituals to Tune Into the Real You. Thank you, ladies. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. For that Mindful Mostly mission of the week, grab them crystals, ladies. And if you don't have one, go and get it. Stick it in your hand. Feel that energy. You really will notice a difference. Okay. Then let's say you go to the store and you get that crystal or you already have one. You got to cleanse it as we've learned today. There was what Heather and Timmy recommended where you can take some sage and put the crystal through the smoke to cleanse it. And then there's also, there's actually a couple techniques. There's also what Diane Alquist, the super awesome moon lady, who was on a couple episodes ago, told us to do, which is a moon bath. So you take your crystals, you stick them outside for the next full moon, and let them cleanse in the light of the full moon. God, that sounds cool. Then you're going to have this sort of clean slate that you can hold in your hands and set the intention for. And it's that easy. And I have to say that this is something I'd wish I'd known because I had this um, necklace that I'd gotten secondhand and it had a stone on it. And I found, and this was before I was even knowledgeable, somewhat knowledgeable about crystals. I found that every time I wore this thing, I was an asshole. Like I'd have a bad day or I'd be short and in a bad mood. I ended up throwing it out because I just started to realize, oh, my God, this damn thing is cursed. Whereas I could have, you know, given it a sage bath and got all the, the jerk out of it. So cleanse them, crystals, set those intentions, and we will talk to you next week. In the meantime, hit me up on Instagram. As I was saying before, if you want to read Heather and Timmy's book, Crystal Muse, Everyday Rituals to Tune into the Real You, you have two options. You can double your options, by the way. The first one is subscribing to the podcast, leaving a review, and following at Mindful Mostly on Instagram. The second one is showing me what you're doing when you're listening to the podcast by giving us a shout out on Instagram, Facebook, whatever you like, at Mindful Mostly. Remember, new episodes are always coming, always on a Monday, but then you never know when I'm going to drop those mini-sodes. So make sure you subscribe, and I'll talk to you next time on Mindful Mostly.